0: What's up, ladies and the gentle thems, and welcome to attempt three <laughs> to get this goddamn episode recorded. We are having a spectacular time. You know, fuck it. I'm going to talk about something else to start this podcast. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> welcome to the Shinigami Love Apples podcast. I'm Peen Peen, and I'm here with you, you, and uh, we are your Shinigami hosts. And uh, yeah, this is the third attempt to get this off the ground. Twitch right now is just absolutely <laughs> loving their lives because they're getting so much... For their their money's worth, um, we've tried recording this multiple. The first time we tried recording, and it just didn't kind of like <clears throat> it didn't even do it. Like, no, it was yeah, it didn't. I don't think we started. We it. didn't start the recording, and yeah. so we talked for a while, and we're like, "Whoa, this is a great episode," and everything. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> and then we did it a second time. We got so far, and then for whatever reason, my Daw that I'm recording this on iTunes. I'm going to be looking over with paranoia now. I'm just going to stare at it. (laughs) Just, (laughs) Just distracting. Um, we we finally noticed that the daw wasn't recording our audio and i'm like what the fuck that's definitely not the way that's supposed to work and sure enough uh, it had created a loop marker for the first 4 minutes so it had recorded 4 minutes and then given up the ghost yeah <laughs> just yeah. like oh no so unfortunately you're not going to get to hear the beautiful delicious sound of us opening these cans i mean i can yeah. kind of like wiggle the tab and you know just like yeah <laughs> that, that's the mic nope can openings mp3 that, that oh. sounds like shit. <laughs> no uh, can opening ASMR. Got to tap on the can. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I can't do that shit, seriously. <laughs> anyway, um, we are drinking this. Uh, we figured we'd start telling you what we're having to drink during yeah. our podcast. Uh, and we're drinking this polka, uh, no, who normally makes really good coffee. But this is their polka black coffee, no sugar, real brewed. And I want to point out. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I can't get over Roasted coffee bean singular. Yeah,
1: one bean. And that's what it tastes like.
0: (laughs) Because it's it's watered down as fuck.
1: Yeah. It's just like. It's so weird. It legitimately, it tastes. It doesn't taste like they brewed the bean with the water. No, it tastes like like,
0: coffee and then added water to distribute it.
1: Yeah, like they put the roasted bean into a vat and then put water on top of it
0: drink it the water more watery it gets (laughs) yeah
1: you drank the bean already it was at the top
0: (laughs) (laughs) it went down smooth for a bean i kind of expected more choking involved nah uh giggity oh that's for the next episode (laughs) that's next. speaking of next episode um perfect segue this is a double episode special so if you are listening to this on uh twitch or youtube or wherever else we decide to upload it um you're going to be getting this standard episode four of the podcast and then a Valentine's Day special right after it. So it'll be a double header. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast service, it's going to be a separate episode, and you're going to have to wait until Valentine's Day itself to actually yeah. uh, enjoy that special. Which is tomorrow. Congratulations. Which, which is tomorrow. Congratulations. Yeah. so um, Or today. Or Or, a or whatever go, day you're or. listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part about recording a podcast in <laughs> advance is you can't like... I, I, you can't predict when you're going to get everything set or when yeah. you're going to record. Like, we're recording this on a Saturday, so it's like, we right. are well ahead of Valentine's Day, but we're yeah. going to have to act like it's Valentine's Day for the Valentine's wow. Day episode. Man, it's... Uh, the people who have to deal with, like, recording things for Christmas, not on Christmas, God help you. That's... Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how was your week? I know you've, you've told the story yeah. twice now. Tell it a third Honestly, time. Honestly, yeah, and at I'm, ca- I'm kind of like, over it. Uh, my life was
1: fucking <laughs> awesome this week, so...
0: That's not what he said for the
1: first year recordings. I'm going to rehash. I, well, no, no, it's it's fine. I, I was just complaining about work because I set deadlines for a specific project based on the information I had for the project. And then they came to me in the last week and dumped a whole bunch of shit on me, put the most complicated uh, requests of all fucking time on top of me, and uh, also told me that it was only half done. But I still needed to finish in a week. And I don't have any of the content or copy or anything none of it exists but i still need to get it done so
0: yeah um my week was better better than most just because i finally had a normal work week with five days of work and two days off and this is my of course my second day off so rest in peace my weekend before i go to bed but at least i had days off i hadn't had days off prior to this for 16 days and it's just like (laughs) yeah fuck that um Happy Lunar New Year to those of you who uh, celebrate. And that definitely Yay. sounded like I slurred really bad. Just yeah, happy, I mean, happy Lunar New Year. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, today is the, uh, I guess the astrological New Year. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say because it's like I don't know anything. I don't, don't want to say the Asian New Year because there's right. so many more nations that celebrate Lunar New yeah. Years. Um, I guess London New Year is the best way to phrase it. Yeah. Um, but it is the year of the dragon in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chinese calendar, uh, which is a year of uh, prosperity and wealth, hopefully, for those of you who yes. celebrate such things. And, and uh, we also, yeah, we discovered that
1: I am a, well, I already knew I was a cock.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we discovered, yeah,
1: you fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> but we discovered that uh, uh, the rooster and the dragon are very compatible. And I, I put out a, a call to action that if you are a, uh, an attractive woman, of the dragon variety that, um, you can hit me up. I don't think I'll answer, but
0: he's, uh... a <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> oh God. he's Shrek's donkey on uh,
1: the yeah
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just look up Shrek's donkey, don- Shrek's donkey and dragon, and it just all goes together perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It's as God intended.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. <clears throat> I like waffles. He likes waffles.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so a a quick funny story before we get into the the meat of the episode um when we went to the mall today before going to get chinese dim sum to celebrate the lunar new year and uh in the process of doing so we were walking we had just gotten into the mall and we were walking past all those you know those center kiosks food and all that shit and and it's you know they saw the janky ass tourist trap stuff And, of course, one of the stalls is selling those little yapping dogs toys. You know, the yip, 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 yip. And then they do the backflip and stuff. And, uh, oh, hold on. Excuse me. I had to clear my throat there. Um, But they had this little, it's it's supposed to be a rabbit. Like, it's a rabbit's head, but it's on, like, the dog's body, which is fucking weird as shit. (laughs) It's over there, yip, 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 yipping. And as we noticed this little rabbit dog thing, um, it sounds like I'm saying "rabbit dog." Yeah, <laughs> this little rabbit dog thing. Bunny. um We were walking past the like Auntie Anne's pretzel place, uh-huh. and we smelled this burnt butter, raunchy. It was raunchy. Yeah. as fuck horrible, horrible smell. Just like, I don't know how they expect to sell any food with that kind of smell. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> just this horrible smell. And as we noticed it and started talking about it, the little rabbit was just said like, "yip yip yip" and just tipped over. Yeah, <laughs> it just it was standing perfectly fine, and then it just felt it fell, fell sideways. Off. Yeah, yeah it just, and then just lied on the ground like it all hope was lost. Yeah. <laughs> and we totally felt that as we we're just saying, like, Wow, yeah, that's yeah." <laughs> if, if smells could kill, um, yes, yeah, so that's that's, that's uh, how our day went. Um, a quick yeah. backpedal before we move on to the rest of the content. Uh, so, la- you know, of course, every week we fuck up, we say something stupid, we get hate mail, and people go, "Well, <clears throat> it's time for you to cure yourself." And so, uh, the. Th- thing we're uh falling on our swords for <laughs> this week uh last week i claimed that xbox claims that you don't own your video games i am mm. goddamn wrong that was ubisoft yeah uh which by the way of course it's fucking ubisoft i don't know why i yeah. expected anyone else to do that but ubisoft decided to come along and say uh yeah game ownership is a myth well i got a little uh, i got a little thing for ubisoft pirating games is a myth don't worry Ooh. about it it's not real if yeah. i don't own my games then stealing it, then pirating is not stealing so that's true Ain't no ownership. I mean, they kind of. Yeah,
1: they do have a a video game about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Black Flag. What great timing. Yeah, that's it's no, not, not Black Flag. Skull and Crossbones. Skull. skull, What? The game they just made for pirates. Skull and Bones, right? That was Ubisoft. Oh,
1: I I was referencing uh, Assassin's Creed.
0: Okay, that's what I was thinking, too. That's why I said Black Flag. And then my brain went, wait, they just released. They might have. A fighting game, I think, called Skull and Bowls or something like that. Anyway. No, could be, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't pay attention
1: to you at all.
0: I don't either. Actually, it's one of the few devs I don't follow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, just a quick little backpedal. Um, this week in anime. So, uh, I want to cover big news in the anime world really quick before we move on to actually, like, talking about this the, the, the fun we've had this week. And, of course, unless you've been under a rock, you're probably aware that Funimation is shutting down its streaming service and is m- merging, more or less. Yeah into uh into crunchy roll um so this was not unforeseen uh back in 2020 when the merger happened sony kind of mentioned that funimation was going to go the way of the dodo at some point but i do sympathize with uh users just because there was no solid date set no one said yeah. that there's going to be a funeral held for funimation and <laughs> be pressing f to pay respects on this day yeah it was just kind of no please keep subscribing to us pay those yearly fees and then now it's like oh well i hope you didn't have a long watch list because uh
1: yeah. Uh, yeah it's gone away um well to be fair they did merge all of their like watch history and stuff so it's not completely yeah, lost yeah
0: yeah so uh, you know at least your tracking is coming with but a lot of the exclusives for funimation obviously yeah. users are upset that exclusive content is not coming over and i completely sympathize um, and something worth pointing out i've i've seen a lot of myth about this whole crunchyroll funimation thing on social media. I want to clarify something for those of you listening. If you are a Crunchyroll user, your rate is not going up. There is no such thing. And by the way, there is no rate going up to begin with. If you are a Funimation user and you're going to Crunchyroll, you're going to pay the difference between your Funimation account and whatever account you want to get on Crunchyroll, which if you are paying for the ultimate account on Funimation, you're you're not going to be paying much more for Crunchyroll. And Crunchyroll is a larger service. Yeah. So I expect you to, I expect there to be a higher premium per month. Yeah. Um, and it's also worth pointing out that you're not being – if you're a Crunchyroll user, you're not paying more at all. Your service right. is staying exactly where it is, yeah. and your Funimation account will just poof. Be there. And it's go, yeah, it'll just be gone. Yeah. Or you can keep it. I, I, whatever you want to do with uh, or, it, but you're yeah. not paying more. So if you're seeing people freak out about it going, screw Crunchyroll, they're raising our rates. Uh, no, they're, they're, they're definitely not. <clears throat> As far as actual anime we watched this week instead of anime news, uh, Demon Slayer Marathon for sure has been what we've been watching this whole week. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kimetsu no Yaiba or Demon Slayer uh, has it's, it's coming to the theaters uh, on the 23rd of this month for the introduction to the uh, Hashira training arc, which is the next major, I guess, season uh, for Demon Slayer. Um, and what they're basically doing is they're going to be showing the last episode of swordsmith village arc and then showing the first extended episode of, uh, the Hashira training arc. And it'll be like this theatrical experience. It's really cool. Uh, we're, we've got tickets to go. We're going to yep. be going. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, we've basically been going through, I've already watched all of demon slayer, but you use catching up and we just got to, excuse me. We just got to swordsmith village. We're a couple episodes yeah. in mm-hmm. and Let's I got to say like half. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah half i ish, guess we're just under it, half, it's maybe? starting to feel like it i don't remember how many episodes are in it but it's definitely yeah. feeling like we're getting to some crescendo somewhere for right. sure. um and i gotta say you know out of all the mainstream triple a titles uh-huh. uh demon slayer is probably my favorite of all time in that regard not my favorite anime of all time but definitely my favorite mainstream title yeah. which if like the way i ascribe triple a as a title is anytime a studio is going to blow a hole in their budgets <laughs> and blow a hole in the universe to make an anime. Yeah. Cause like my common comparison is I really love spy Family. Spy family for me is an incredible anime yeah. and it's from wit studio who are the makers of attack on Titan, which is another mind blowingly high budget anime, but spy mm-hmm. family wasn't made with the same intent. Spy family yeah. wasn't a money pit where they just went, we're going to keep shoveling money into this until it becomes an incredible title. Right. And by the way, that's not shitting on attack on Titan. I just got into season two and I'm loving it, but like, it is obviously a triple-A yeah. investment. They put money into it. They want it to be this big thing. Spy Family, not, and still had a great result. So yeah. I tend to prefer <laughs> those, like...
1: I agree. Smaller... You're welcome, enter. by the way.
0: <laughs> yes. For Oh, wait. For what? <coughs> I'm the
1: one that showed you Spy Family. That's
0: true. That's true. You did. This, you did. You did. It was an excellent choice. Um. Yeah. So there's that. We finally... we finally caught up to all of our failed (laughs) recordings and if I look over my shoulder look at that beautiful green bar we somehow survived Twitch chat will not have to listen to us say the same things for the 10th time it's great Uh, nothing going on in cinema I guess we could just kind of track back to the whole like uh, demon slayer thing Uh, yeah music though All right, (laughs) (laughs) confession time when I first talked about uh, Creepy Nuts Bling Bung Bung Born last week Okay, sure, it's a meme in Japan. It's funny, whatever. It has not gotten out of my head all week. And not only has it not gotten out of my head, it's become almost a cult-like ritual for uh. me. It's like every time I have to like mentally reset, I just stop whatever I'm doing and I just do the and I do that, and, you, and for those of you listening you, and especially well no one can see me because I have no camera anywhere <laughs> so yeah. you you will have to describe my motions as I sit here like try to do he's the doing dance. the dance yeah I'm doing the dance. Um, but every time I have to just like give myself a mental reset, I do the dance and every single person looks at me like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I did it in a in like in a local grocery store parking lot earlier. Yeah. I swear to God, someone probably stopped and went, The fuck is with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Classic. Uh, it's still stuck in my head. But what about what about you? Anything uh, uh, anything hot?
1: Yeah, I went on a journey.
0: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> are we talking kinda... the, the 80s rock band or are we talking
1: Oh god no? What? <laughs> Why would I ever want to subject myself to that? I, I wouldn't want to, so... Yeah, know. it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's just garbage. Boomer music. Uh, no, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah.
1: Wow, man, that really... Now I'm, now I'm just thinking about the <laughs> <laughs> journey. <laughs> um, and no, 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 no. I went on an actual journey by myself, and it was great. I uh, It's kind of been, like, over the last two, three weeks, okay. but I saw a video talking about Hani from New Jeans and how she... Okay. Her mentality with how she like sings and trains her voice and everything is that she only listens to music that she finds is healing to her, and that she she attempts to sing in a way that is like healing to listen to. Like she wants it to not just be I'm singing a song, but I am I have this intent and I'm pushing it out there, and I need you. I'm like I'm hoping that the listener is like like, feels it. yeah, Yeah, actually feels it. And I was like, that's kind of like. That's an interesting way to think about it because I used to listen to music all the time as like sort of uh, not just music, but I, I like I re- really delved like super deep down into it. I'd try to get the highest quality that I could with really nice headphones and I would sit in the dark and I would close my eyes and I would just like vibe it out for in. hours. Yeah. yeah, and I haven't done that in a long, long time, mostly because like I've kind of well, for one, I just got busier, but I also have found a lot of newer music to just be super boring outside of like a couple of random tracks here and there. Like I liked the new, new jeans stuff that's been coming out, XG so on and so forth. Um, but that kind of got me thinking a little bit. And I, I started looking, I started putting together a playlist that I found was in that quote unquote healing space for me as well. Like just vibey, like just, just, something yeah, It just, it was like just a lot of healing. Different.
0: Like, oh man, I really need this right now.
1: A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, it was it was music that like I could sit down and intentionally listen to and actually like get something out of it. Um, and it was really great for like I don't know a day and a half, and then I got bored. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, that was a fun little. Experiment. I'm all
0: healed now. Woo-hoo.
1: Yeah, I was like yeah. that was a fun little experiment. I'm still not really feeling music. Then we started watching Bochi and even though Bochi itself didn't do anything for me, I immediately fell in love with Ryu and mm-hmm. or Rio.
0: I think What's it's Rio. 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 Yeah. I,
1: I, I realized because I've been like obsessed with her, and people say either Rio or Rio. Um kind of interchangeably, and I just tripped myself up. I'm pretty sure it's Rio with an i okay.
0: I'm actually gonna look it up just um, to make sure we're getting it.
1: Yeah. But uh, I, I Rio.
0: Rio Rio with a long O. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's where people are getting confused. They're admitting the o um, making it Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, I fell in love with her and like her style and everything. And I'm like I used to dress somewhat like that, and I'm like, I kind of want to do that again. <laughs> um, but then she's also a bass player. I'm a bass player, and I was like, damn, I kind of miss just that whole everything. Um, so that kind of got my brain tickling again. And then I discovered Tricot, who I showed you.
0: What? Yeah, you showed me. No, I oh, don't remember.
1: I don't remember the name of the song. It was in Japanese.
0: I got to look it up now. Yeah. As we <laughs> frantically See get here. on our just like <laughs> sit awkwardly. here and record the sounds of. Um, you sent breathing. me one of their it was one of their video game songs, wasn't it? Like a or a song about being what? a gamer, wasn't it?
1: No, no, no that, that's Hana a Ba," okay. which is also great. But which one did you send me from? Oh,
0: oh, 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 oh! oh. You sent yeah. me. Oh no, you didn't send it to me. You showed we me. We just live. watched. It was it. like it was math rock, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like math they're rock. like a
1: jazz math rock. Yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. so dude. Oh <laughs> my god, they're so good. It's amazing. And yeah, just like the they're so tight and in the pocket and everything the, the engineering is great but then they go from like really weird interesting time signatures to immediately switching to a completely different time signature like so fluidly just back and forth going from like really complex uh riffs to more simplified and just like this whole experience was just like it was insane and you and i were just listening to the song for like well, I swear, like 30 minutes straight, just like you were trying to figure out the timing. I was just oh, having yeah. a good time. It was, it was so good. And it kind of, it revitalized that piece of me where I was like, oh my God, I'm actually enjoying music again. Yeah. I'm listening yeah. to something that's creative. I'm not just listening to noise that you put on Spotify to make money. Like or, this is or, actual music.
0: Yeah. Or something that just passes time. Where you're like, yeah. oh man, I gotta, I gotta go to work. So I guess I'll listen to something on the way over. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that has been a fantastic. And I've been listening to the shit out of that. But on top of that, I discovered 80s Japanese ambient music, which is... Which I've
0: not... Did you I, listen to it? I haven't yet. Oh, okay, my God. So we have I, to listen to it. I'll follow up, it. up on it next week. I'm yeah. actually gonna, I'll actually get... I'll delve into it because I've got plenty of time at work to to discover some new music. Yeah. But I, I definitely it is, will.
1: It's so good. It's if very...
0: If you had to describe it in, like,
1: uh, yay long Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 I will attempt to. It's It's very chill, like... 80s sort of synthy music but it's very like soft and ambient and they mix in um, like bird noises or like a train going by or a river or something uh. but it has like this quality to it that tickles my brain the same way that ASMR does. Okay. Where when I listen to it like I I don't know if I have like some undiagnosed ADD or something (laughs) but like I have a hard time focusing on stuff Mm -hmm. and when I listen to ASMR I can't like my brain shuts off. It like not shuts off but like goes numb to where i can't think of anything else and i have to just like focus on what i'm doing but the problem with listening to asmr while i'm at work is i'll get random like zoom calls and shit and oh, then, then all of a sudden it's just like you it's, it's like, so oh loud God. because yeah. asmr is so quiet or ads yeah or anything like that yeah yeah um but this is like actual music that's going along with it so i, I get a nice i'm getting music that numbs my brain that allows me to work better and that's on top of it, just being beautiful music to begin with.
0: Yeah. I, I will definitely check it out. Um, like one of my favorite genres of Japanese music is, uh, uh, city pop. Yeah. I almost said shiti pop, Shitty pop. <laughs> shiti popu, shiti popu, yeah. Shiti pop. Oh, wow. That is harsh to that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, and I'll, I'll cover that at some other date, like favorite yeah. city pop artists and stuff. It, it has the point, same, yeah. it has
1: the same charm as city pop, but it's just ambient thing, not instead of
0: funky. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Awesome. Um, This week in video games, this has been a great week in video games for me. Um, And I am am kind of the, like, exploratory gamer of the household. I've discovered this game called Nuclearis.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, A Portuguese game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Nuclearis scratches an unbelievably unusual itch for me. Um, Nuclearis is a game where you essentially, it is a simulator game where you essentially operate a nuclear power plant. And it does so with a level of, like, detail and realism that doesn't let you just smash all the buttons and there's yeah. magic way through. There's also no tutorial. There's no sort of like straight up startup guide. Here's the mm. checklist, push all these buttons and everything comes on. You really do have to kind of learn the science of it and it's super satisfying, but also by far, I have no way to describe this and folks, um, this is a great example of like where I hope someone like, uh, a a thread a, a, thre- a thread, of my, you know, the Threads friend. Oh. <laughs> I are a friend of mine named ADHD Druids. I hope he'll explain this to some point because he studies specifically uh. o- the autistic spectrum and how it relates to ADHD as well. Yeah. And but for whatever reason, the Nuclear Nuclearis gameplay loop is incredibly stressful, just m- mind-blowingly, agonizingly stressful. Like, mm. you're constantly in this state of worry, at least if you have any empathy whatsoever. Like, right. if you can immerse yourself... Your brain just freaks out because of how much danger you could put someone in with just a couple button presses in the wrong way. Mm. But at the same time, the gameplay core mechanic is so satisfying. It's yeah. relaxing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to explain this, but like I lived in this constant state of relaxed yet heart rate at 120. Uh, yeah. I, I don't maybe I don't it'd be like being relaxed on a roller coaster or in an airplane. I don't know. It's hard to describe it, yeah. but just it's Zen like. But my stress levels are elevated. Anyway, huh. weird thing, but definitely check it out on Steam. Yeah. Um, and then the other gaming event. If again, y- y'all are probably tired of me talking about this, but we're always gonna bring it up because we're huge Genshin fans in this household. <laughs> uh, on Genshin Impact, this week is Lantern Rite for uh, yes. Chinese Lunar New Year. Please go get your Primo gems if you are into farming that game because yeah. boy, the rewards are great. And yeah. I just rolled five star Shen Yun, So fuck you. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was worth it. But well,
1: the I, the event itself is also just super fun. Oh, so. dude,
0: it is. Like, I would definitely play the mini games just for the minigames. It was yeah. actually genuinely awesome. Uh, all right, uh, not not a whole lot going on in pop culture in Japan, but we do have some news about pop culture in Japan that we're going to get to. That's going to be super duper exciting.
1: Oh, now
0: for the first time ever, um, I'm super excited because I'm going to shut the fuck up for a little while. Wow, yeah,
1: finally, <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh my god,
0: just. <laughs> Number one, the number one complaint of this podcast Peen Peen talks too goddamn much. Yeah. And all those claps are now transients in my audio and it's going <laughs> mute, 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 mute. Yeah. Um, we are going to do our section Oldies with Moldies where we review older or just review, review anime yeah. we've seen. Yeah. Mine happened to be old, but we review anime we've seen. Mine's it, technically old too. I guess, well, what year is it?
1: 2014.
0: Okay. Yeah, older. Yeah. Which doesn't decade. sound old, but <laughs> it's, it's 10 decade. years old at this point. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, I did the same thing when I was like, I'm just going to hop into it. Stop trying to talk. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting on my hands over here like, I'm not going to intervene. I'm not going to intervene. I'm not (laughs) going to talk. I'm talking right now.
1: Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, Parasite is what I'm talking about. Uh, came out in twenty fourteen, which when I first looked at it, I was like, "Oh, this isn't an old anime. Uh, maybe I should find something else." And then yeah, I had the same like thought of like, "Oh shit, that was ten years ago." <laughs> wow. Um, Parasite. It's. I was trying to find it because when you first did your oldies with moldies, you went with like the first anime that you really yeah, watched like, yeah, and like got watching. into and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could technically do that, but I watched anime all growing up and a lot of it was like on TV and stuff so like I just caught episodes I didn't really watch the entire thing plus it's been 20 years since I've even thought about them and I was like I don't even know what I would say um, but then as I, I started thinking about it and I realized like the th- uh, when I took my break from watching loads of anime to not watching loads of anime but wanting to get back into it I tried a couple different things to, to, uh, to see if any of it stuck and None of them did until I found Parasite. And so I thought that would be a great first, like, (laughs) episode for me to do is on Parasite. Um, And I I thought it was kind of weird because I realized uh, it's it's very similar to Death Note. Um, Okay. It's very dark. It's about a boy that, like, uh, instead of a demon, they're aliens. But it's, like, it's got a lot of parallels and stuff. Okay. And um, at first I was, like, I thought maybe people didn't like it. Until I looked it up on my anime list uh, earlier today, and man, that RF is just going crazy right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: for whatever reason, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it has it on on my anime, on my anime list. It actually has an eight point three three, yeah, which I, is really good, dude.
0: That's it's forty second of all time, which right. is really
1: which kind of surprised me, but I'm also not surprised because it is actually genuinely a great show. Um, it's. It's very dark, kind of creepy, lives in sort of like the gore space, but it's not like it's not upsetting to
0: watch. Like Demon Slayer levels are higher, higher, like really?
1: Mm, No, nothing like any of that. It's it's so there's aliens that are, as you could probably guess, parasites (laughs) that come in. To they they attach themselves into the brains of humans and then like Baldur's Gate, yeah, actually, (laughs) 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 Um, and then it takes over their body. And but these aliens are like shapeshifters, and so like their arms will turn into swords and things. Um, So it's like it's kind of gory, but it's not like really, it's not like bloody bone breaking, it's just they transform into. I don't even know how to explain it really, um, but just like bladed creatures, okay. Um, I don't know, it, it, it's it's kind of hard to explain, so it's it lives in the it's it's definitely horror, kind of sort of gory y because you're watching a human transform into a not human, yeah. Um, I don't know, it, it's it's really good though. Um, but the thing is, uh so so these aliens are coming down to Earth, taking over the bodies of people because they want to inhabit it. Um, and and but they have to eat human, like they have to absorb brains to gain knowledge and power. Okay. And so it's kind of like a zombie type thing where guy gets taken over and then they start eating other people. Um, but the main character, his parasite fails and he gets stuck in his hand, so he is still fully human, but but with. Okay. with an alien hand and they kind of can like control each other and they eventually like they're enemies because the alien wants to kill him right because he needs his whole body to actually like pr- like c- continue living otherwise he's like, going to slowly die but then obviously human boy is like well I don't want you to take over my body I still want to be alive <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean um so they kind of fight each other and then eventually um something happens in the show that gets them to a point where they both realize that they need each other. And then they start working with each other um, to help like take down the alien race. <laughs> that's very nice. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, they, they end up working together because they realize that they need each other because, uh, I think what's the hand's name? Uh, Miggy. Migi? Yeah. Miki's the hand and Azumi is the is the main guy. Um they realize like Azumi wants to help humanity obviously and himself um and then Migi wants to basically it's like a I'm going to it gets to a point where he's like I'm either just going to kill myself so that you die too or you can help me save humanity and like oh, we'll okay. live together type of a thing. Um
0: yeah, it's either you or it's me, but I'd, wa- I'd rather it be you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So
1: then they end up helping each other, and um, it's it's got some really crazy fight scenes. It's it's it, on the same level, I would say, as Demon Slayer, not as visually, right, but right, right. where you meet an alien, and then you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you meet the next alien, and you go, oh, he has this like special thing about him. Oh, that's cool. And then you meet the next one, and you're like,
0: well, that's oh, so it's, it's, it's getting crazy. So always a little bit different.
1: Yeah. yeah, because as the aliens absorb more people, they become stronger and start doing more things and it's um yeah, it's awesome. It's a great show. Nice.
0: What would you give it if you had to give it you know, the cliche out of 10? Uh Ten.
1: I gave it I gave it an 8 on my anime okay. list. that's pretty um,
0: good though. That mean Yeah. It was
1: it was really good. The, the only reason why I didn't I kind of want to give it one more and make it a 9, but I don't typically like really dark drama stuff. Yeah. I live more in the rom-com i like to see people fall in love and kiss with each other and make little goofy windows and stuff yeah Yeah. i know (laughs) um just yeah i I like when i watch anime i want to escape from reality i don't necessarily Mm want to just be sad and then go to bed and then wake up and be sad at work and then uh during my entertainment be sad and (laughs) do this whole loop but it is it's it's a really really good
0: show nice all right so before we move on to our famed uh serious shit section um we do want to uh kind of talk about one more thing and that is the things we think are fucking dumb okay <laughs> uh, uh we yeah, we did everything else three times we could do this three times we'll do it again yeah. things we think, think are, are fucking, fucking dumb. dumb uh so this week's we're going to talk about this more <laughs> in the serious <laughs> in the serious <laughs> shit section anyway yeah but um we can keep it simple to one sentence. Foreigners who ruin Japan for for future foreigners. Yeah. A lot of the news we're talking about today has to do with foreigners being accommodated in Japan or foreigners interacting with Japan in an official sense. And we actually had news last week where we had talked about folks, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Kind of going after the Japanese government for racial profiling. Yeah, and again, Let's, this is not yeah, a time for no hate shit. for them. Yeah,
1: necessarily, but yeah. It, it, there is an epidemic of uh, of of foreigners going to Japan making an absolute fucking fool of themselves <laughs> and, fucking
0: and, it the of and fucking up for the rest
1: of us. Fucking up for the rest of us. And absolutely. even though Japan, like Japanese people, aren't necessarily quick to judge in that sort of sense, like how many times. Can they watch some fucking goofball that's clearly American run around, start just oh, absolutely, of shit. yeah, just it's being like, an yeah. absolute nuisance before they start to just associate that with all of us? And yep. it's like, well, yep, we're not all like that. Just yeah,
0: so, <laughs> so if you're one of those people, uh, cut it the fuck out for fuck's yeah. sake! You know, just well, stop damn they're or, making or, a lot more money than us so well fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them fuck them for making more money and fuck them for being an absolute inconvenience yeah anyway uh that's the uh things we are fucking dumb section we'll be back with our serious shit after this brief momentary break So, uh, hopefully, you all uh, put on your uh, controversy caps. Because <laughs> yeah. we're about to hit the serious shit section. And as always, uh, opinions are ours and ours alone. Yeah. Uh, feel free to rage later. But this stuff is probably going to be a little bit spicy. So, uh, serious shit for this week. Um, we'll start with a, a slightly comical one as a great little yeah. transition, and then we'll hit the really hard hitting stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me more about this. I saw this briefly yeah and i just want you to summarize because it just I, looks so stupid what is this yeah
1: <laughs> so um we talked about this or we talked about solo leveling yeah. um a couple of weeks ago that you started it or whatever um that's kind of where we left it but apparently it's been bringing up a whole bunch of issues in korea um this is a korean anime and it's by a studio that's in korea um that apparently has worked with and is known as being pro feminist and like works with okay. feminist groups and everything, um, which is kind of funny because like as an American, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. What's, so what's is the everybody issue? else. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's a big deal over there. And the <laughs> in the in the show, they keep making this gesture, which is like putting your fingers together to signify that Something Korean men small. have oh. small penises. Okay. It's like it's like a known thing. It's like it's not I've, just that they're saying it's small. Like this is the you have a small penis hand gesture and uh the korean people are not happy about it. more specifically korean men are not happy about it which again as an american i think that's fucking hilarious we talk about how smaller <laughs> dicks are all the fucking time <laughs> you know it's like that's just a joke
0: well the free free fucking made the joke yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gets the spell to remove or not remove but like to so, see past a layer yeah, yeah yeah a layer of people's clothes and of course friend or yeah, Feden. Uh, Feden learns yeah. it, and she she looks over at uh, I don't know his name. yet. I, I don't haven't learned it. his name either, yeah. uh, The hero of the village yeah. looks over at him and looks at him and goes, "Chiite." Yeah. which is really, "Oh, it's small." And he's yeah. like, "It's not."
1: Yeah, yes. yeah so uh, I thought this was hilarious, but apparently it's it's very big. People are upset that it's anti-men and all this shit. Oh brother! Um, uh, to the point where they actually removed Studio Puri's, uh name out of the credits.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. That's a totally reasonable reaction to all this. Uh, yeah, let's shit on the whole fucking studio and all of the hardworking folks at it. Yeah, because well,
1: they have a history of calling out Korean men for having small penises, and they were upset, so they were like, well, we don't want to take the whole show down, so we'll just get rid of their name. I
0: <laughs> like, okay i'm gonna have the most autistic opinion ever why the fuck does it matter like i, I don't know your logo could be a tiny korean man penis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, as opposed to a tiny korean woman penis oh, but well, like I think some of them you know oh, <laughs> hey, I, but why does it matter i don't understand why this has any relevance to the fucking price of tea in china yeah. it's like oh uh we think Korean men have tiny dicks okay in your studio whatever
1: yeah I, I, yeah, again, as an American, it doesn't make any sense because Fucking. that's just funny. Like, <laughs> just uh, comparing dick sizes, whether big or small, as a joke, either spectrum yeah, hold on is just me. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it just absolutely ridiculous just the things people will dramatize and of course this is going to become you know i've seen some of the social media on this and it's just people having genuinely some hot-headed opinions on this it's like yeah. is this really i have a favorite phrase is this really the hill you want to die on yeah well, really? I, I, well at least you're somebody. dead now <laughs> <laughs> i saw
1: somebody was like man uh uh oh shit how did they put it they were like like um this is really telling that you're upset about this sort of or they're telling on themselves is what they said yeah
0: Yeah, (laughs) like oh you're upset
1: you're upset about being made fun of for having a tiny peepee uh probably because you do otherwise you (laughs) wouldn't be upset
0: (laughs) yeah um So we're going to track back really quick to the things we think are fucking dumb of foreigners ruining Japan for future foreigners. And I couldn't find a a news source for this. This is kind of an opinionated thing. This is based off of just social media, things I've seen on threads, Instagram and Facebook. Um, But there is currently some shit going around of foreign residents in Japan whether intentionally or not is irrelevant, but yeah. dodging taxes. And I guess what's really going on is a lot of these foreign residents have jobs or employer sponsors, you know, people yeah. who sign off on the paperwork and say, hey, you, you're allowed, you know, this is how you got your work visa to be here. Right. And, but a lot of them have hustles on the side, you know, mm-hmm. like, social
1: media influencers. Yeah. yeah
0: or like YouTuber that, yeah. or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, some sort of content, some sort of income on the side. Right. And a lot of these foreign residents, and this is just going to be a, a, you know, insert the, was it the airplane movie facepalm? I don't remember. The facepalm from yeah. whatever the movie is. Just insert that facepalm here for a brief second. You know, yeah. <laughs> that was so worth it. <laughs> Great. That was a juicy, oh, just, yeah. Oh, I got to, I got to fold that later. <laughs> anyway, um, but I just want to facepalm real quick because these foreign residents are going onto social media and they're bitching, mm. and they're bitching about Japan, and fuck Japan, and Japan is a horrible place to live, and I hate it, because I have to pay taxes.
1: Oh, yeah, imagine. Wow, what?
0: The, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? And so I, um, I follow a ton of Japanese folks on a whole variety of social media, and the general consensus is really simple. The Japanese folks don't understand the hubbub. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't either. No. I don't get it. If, if I move to any country, it doesn't matter if it's the US, Japan, yeah. China, fucking Timbuktu, it doesn't matter. Mm. If I move somewhere, I kind of expect to contribute to them if I'm yeah. earning income. Like that's just... right. Uh, I Nothing's for free <laughs> here or anywhere else. And the yeah. fact that a lot of these... And I, I hate to say this because I'm shitting on what we're trying to become, but these quote-unquote content creators and influencers yeah. who are bitching and moaning about the taxes, mm. did you really think this seriously heavy income you're making, and I want... J- dude, by Japan's yeah. standard of living, yeah, you're not poor. You are making serious fucking money. Right. You didn't expect to pay taxes. Yeah. Also, if you're a foreign <laughs> resident, you're already getting away scot-free yeah. because, like, in the United States, if you're an American living in Japan, um, if you're not working for an American business, you don't have to pay taxes right. on your income because you're not in America. Yeah. Uh, anyway... It's it's super exploitative for these foreigners to think, Oh, I can get away scot-free without paying my taxes. Yeah. I'll let I'll let I'll let you tax me on the income I make at a quote unquote Japanese company or to my employer right. or whoever, but you <laughs> may not tax me for this other income. Yes, they fucking can. Get off your fucking high horse. Yeah. And also, almost all of Japan's infrastructure is incredible because Japan has a relatively high tax rate mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, the lower tax brackets in America and that sort of thing. Right. Or the taxes of the billionaires. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm uh, not stirring that pot right now, but, um, but that funding goes to directly support what has to be some of the world's best infrastructure. Mm. It, why the fuck are you moaning? You're literally capitalizing on mass transit, yeah. excellent healthcare, incredibly good access to electricity. Dude, Japan has boonies with better electricity right. than, than where we live. Yeah. And you're bitching and moaning that you got to pay into this system. Just fuck off. And again, it comes back to the whole foreigners ruining Japan for future foreigners. Dude, let me take your place. I'll take all your money. I'll yeah. take all the money you're making. I'll take all the responsibility you assume. Yeah. I'll take on all the difficulties and challenges. And I'll pay my fucking taxes. And you can fuck off back to whatever hole you crawled mm-hmm. out of and stop being upset. Because yeah. what are good you, to 12? Me. Like, yeah. Jesus. I mean, anyway. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, fuck people sometimes. <laughs> and piggybacking off of that, Japan has introduced something I find almost a tit-for-tat, and that is the Digital Nomad Visa. Yeah. And I, I, f- I fucking adore this. And again, it's causing a little bit of salt mm. among foreigners because the whole point of the Digital Nomad Visa is if you clock over $100,000 doing something that is not locked to an office, yeah. any kind of work from home, um, it doesn't matter if you're an influencer, content creator, or even if your job has a remote office. If you make over $100,000, Japan will guarantee you your work visa solo. Mm. That's nice. Period. You don't need an endorser. You yeah. can just be told, yeah, here's your visa. You make a hundred grand in income. Yeah. We're pretty confident you'll pay your fucking taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Except you won't. And, 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 kind of tracking back to that, this definitely feels tit for tat for me where it's like, Oh, we've introduced this visa. It'd be great if only you paid into it. Right. And what's interesting to me is I'm actually a little bit bitter about it on one hand, because this is very, this is not beneficial introducing something that requires a, a financial threshold. Yeah. Um, all, all you've really done is make it easier for rich people to do this and harder yeah. for people who are not yeah. to do this. There's a limited number of visa slots given out every year to foreigners. The fact that I can just take income and go, well, you know, I do exceed the threshold. Give me that visa. Yeah. Oh, and here's my work references. Ah, fuck. Well, there goes a slot. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe I'm misunderstanding, but on all the research I've done, you're depriving folks of opportunities to get a work visa because you gave that work visa to somebody else because mm. they make a hundred grand. And I'm not gonna lie, what I'm about to say is very harsh, but it's true. If you are going to Japan exclusively for the the influencing content creation side of things, yeah. I don't mean any offense if, if that was your intent going there. I'm not talking about going to Japan. You did something else there. You invested yeah. in Japan and in the process became a creator. Yeah. I'm talking about, oh, you're a major Italian content creator. I'm just picking that out of nowhere. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and we spin the wheel. Fuck Italy this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like if you're just some random Italian content creator and you go, guess what, guys, I'm a, uh, you know what? PewDiePie, if you're PewDiePie and mm. you make all this fucking money in Sweden or wherever he's from, and you're like, no, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go, um, you know, to Japan, and I'm gonna take all this money. Guess what? He now now he gets a worker visa just because he's got 100 grand yeah. in in yearly income. But I feel very strongly that this is unfair because these content creators and i don't mean any offense pewdiepie has good intentions and i've seen mm. enough of his living in japan to know yeah he's you know, he's, he's, he's just
1: a guy that genuinely just enjoys japan yes. and wanted to move there he's not like trying to exploit it like some other people but he's are also
0: but the exception that proves the rule yeah because there are tons of content creators whose only desire is to go to weeby shit and and i want to yep. point you know we are huge on the weeby shit here on shinigami love apples but i didn't get into japan for that you did get into J- J- japan for that my wife didn't get into Japan for that. None of us went, oh, anime and big titties. I want to go live in Japan. That is not the connections we made. So when I see yeah. someone who is an influencer or a content creator or somebody who makes weebie shit and goes, yeah. I'm going to go to Japan and I'm going to make that my thing. The fact that you can do that just because you've got the cash, it's like, well, fuck the rest of us who have been working hard to right. study the language, study the culture, learn the mannerisms, integrate appropriately, even find Japanese jobs. Because I get asked all the time by folks who hear, oh, you want, I want to live and work in Japan. They'll yeah. ask me, well, what do you want to do? Oh, you're going to do the cliche thing. You're going to go be an English teacher and then become a YouTuber. Um, no, <laughs> I actually want to go work in the entertainment tech industry in Japan. Right. I want to be a foreign tech worker on touring, and other concert crews yeah. for Japanese artists. I just like their music better, and I figured if I'm going to fucking gig, I might as well fucking gig over there. Yeah, I don't want to go over and become a YouTuber. If I happen to become it, great! But that's not my intent. Yeah. But the fact now that my work visa could get taken by someone who has no genuine intent, and they just, ah, oh, dude, this is going to be good for mm. the views. Yeah. It's like, fuck, not again. Yeah. <laughs> and for Japan, I can't fault them. Look, mm. I can't be too upset. This is guaranteed income for the government. It's a guaranteed foreign worker putting taxes into your bank. Yeah. Right. If you had, and let's be honest, it's just like renting your house to somebody. Mm-hmm. If you're going to let somebody in, I guess you are going to pick the person who's got money. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Totally. I-, I can't even be upset, but I am upset because it's like, again, it feels mm-hmm. favoritist. And it's just, yeah. Also, can- just one more quick thing before we move on to the next topic <laughs> digital nomad.
1: Well, that's what it's called.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not an hourly I'm not an hourly tech worker. I'm a non salaried <laughs> uh, non technical proprietor of entertainment. Yeah. That just, I mean, dude, just digital, call it a yeah. fucking influencer visa, okay? Just call it what it well, is. Well, digital
1: nomads are a type of people that's not an influencer. I and mean, they can be. But typically right, 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 they're they, tech they, boroughs that yeah, somebody, live in Dubai.
0: Yeah, exactly. Somebody who can work from home. Somebody who yeah. can work remotely. And I get, and I get, I'm slandering a whole group here, but just, again, me having spicy opinions, it is a serious <laughs> shit segment. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like, is, wow, yeah, we're it's trying to cover up. It's kind of funny because like
1: your, your take on it was I'm upset because it's taking place of a visa just because rich boy. Yeah. My thought was, hmm, I wonder how I could up my uh, income a little bit more so that I can meet that <laughs> threshold. <laughs>
0: I mean, there is that. Hey, everybody, uh, please subscribe to our podcast so we can get the digital Nomad Visa, and I can be a hypocrite because I called us out on it, and then I went and got it. Damn, that would be kind of funny. Oh, Lord. Anyway, uh, the next thing. Um, Let's see what I got next. Uh, I got a kind of just smorgasbord of articles. Um, Actually, let's do this one first. Japan's convenience stores can span the globe, according to the Japan Times and 7-Eleven's CEO. Um, Dude, I love this. Oh, I hope to God. 7-Eleven's Japanese business model comes to the States. Um, yeah. So, again, for those of you who are listening to this podcast who are unfamiliar with Japanese... Uh, well, in this case, I guess, true Japanese culture. Um, konbinis, which is just the garaigo, or borrowed word for convenience store, shortened yeah. down to konbini, Um, Japanese convenience stores are incredible because they are gas station, often gas station, not always, but uh-huh. they're often a vehicle station a gas station a grocery store a Mm -hmm. foodery or deli and post office and bill paying center and slight like government notary dude these fucking convenience stores are just off the chain incredible
1: they're actually a convenience store
0: yeah the the, the number (laughs) of things they sell and how useful they are is absolutely incredible and 7-eleven's model has been for the last three four or five decades the model in Japan of how to run a convenience store yeah 7-Eleven has a complete deli, Mm. uh, a complete foodery, a lot like our favorite place, Wawa. You know, it's just, it's got everything you want, decent meals. Actually, Mm. a lot of 7-Eleven's meals are nutritious enough for you to actually eat regularly and not Mm. pass out from fucking sodium poisoning or whatever, you know. (laughs) Um, You're not going to have cardiac arrest after two weeks because you ate nothing but cup ramen. You could, but Mm. there's other alternatives. Yeah. And it's often good. Like, often the food is good. The quality is good. Of course, it's Japan. Everything's individually packaged. You don't have to worry about package rot. Right. Just, Wow. And of Mm -hmm. course, 7 Eleven offers other things. You want to pay your bills? We got it. You need a translator? We got it. You need to. um, It's just incredible. And so, 7 Eleven's CEO um, is uh, his name is Isaka sama, uh, Ryuchi Isaka. And he's convinced that 7 Eleven, or 7 and I, as they're known, um, could bring the Japanese model to the rest of the world. Either through acquiring other companies mm. that are that do similar business, you know, yeah. uh, racetrack, you know, uh, yeah. who else we got around here, you know, Hess or whatever, you know, mm. pick your favorite gas station, they could acquire them, or they could just change the Seven Eleven model in the U.S. Which, by the way, the Seven Eleven in the U.S. is owned by the Seven Seven and I Holdings. It's mm. the same. Yeah. Same overarching company, but 7 in the U.S. has a different business model because of American tastes towards what mm. we want to see at convenience stores. But what's funny is I would love to see everything that's at a Japanese convenience yeah. store at an American one. But then I wondered and went, I don't know if it would work. Mm. And there's a few reasons. Culturally, I don't think Americans have ever looked at gas stations as a useful place. It, yeah. well it, on a road hi, trip it depends yeah yeah like if i'm on a road trip or if i have to stop somewhere between home and mm. anywhere or yeah. anywhere in home okay but right. i would never seek it out i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna leave the house right now ironic because wawa well, <laughs> I, well you know what maybe if anything wawa has proven that the model works right
1: wawa yeah wawa has that sort of uh like, you don't just go there to get gas and a snack. You do actually go there for food and things, but it's still in the food category. Yeah. Um, although the hometown that I'm from originally, a lot of our gas stations actually did have post offices and uh, extra things inside of them. So, like, I'm kind of already used to gas stations being more than just...
0: A place to get gas. Uh, a
1: place to get... Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my voice faded out, and I was like, why am I fading? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah which uh, I, I yeah I, I don't know I, it's
0: it's it's kinda- I think it
1: would be cool, but I do think that it still would probably need to be modified a little bit because one thing that convenience have is the fact that they are convenient because people walk a lot like you could just go into a 711 and yeah, use their microwave true. and things. Here in the US, you don't you're not going to do that. Like I'm not going to leave my house with a cup of ramen, drive to 711, put it in the microwave and then drive back home. I already have one of these <laughs> at my house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and it it does. This is going to sound really bad, but with the way America is, they are going to be hot spots for homeless people. And mm, even though yeah, that would be great that the, that homeless people have a place to go, um, especially they can like eat there to get use get better their food, microphones and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, the microwaves and everything. Uh, America as a whole is not going to like that.
0: No. And, and you know, that, my, that was my biggest concern was the Japanese mentality towards convenience is vastly different from the American mentality for convenience. For yeah. Americans, convenience is sort of um, it was already on my way. Yeah. I, I never seek out convenience. Like think about your average daily commute, right? You leave the house you're hungry yeah where are you gonna go uh, for most people it's whatever's on your route already yeah and that's actually one of the reasons why in america at least almost all major stops are along highways and their truck stops yeah or wawas are always on major highways you're not gonna be in a fucking residential yeah. section and find a wawa tucked in a corner no it's not a neighborhood business it's a road business it's a you were going by anyway yeah and we caught you with your flashy sign come stop in yep or our cheap gas whatever Japan Japanese convenience is different because for the Japanese convenience is I want to go to this thing because it has what I want. Yeah. And I could get it elsewhere, but I can also just go here. Yeah. Right? Like I'm 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 gonna get on a train, mm-hmm. but I also know that at my destination there's like 10 7 Elevens and I want uh onigiri, Yeah. And I know 7 uh, Eleven sells some good Onigiri. I could go to an Onigiri restaurant. I could I could go to a stall that sells Onigiri. Yeah. Sure. But I could also just go to 7 Eleven because yeah. I know it has it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be good. You know the price. It's yeah, and they will go
0: out of their way. It's not like Mm -hmm. the average Japanese person's commute is so strange compared, and it's hard for my American brain to grasp. Like when you say, "Oh, I spend an hour on a train each way, or two hours on a train each way." Yeah, my mind goes, "Damn, dude, I'm on, I'm in traffic for fucking." Yeah. Hour and I want to kill myself. I yeah. can't imagine being on a train for two hours and I love trains, but like, yeah. what a commute. But this Japanese person goes, Well, it doesn't matter though because my breakfast and dinners, mm. I can get a full meal, yeah. pay bills, and do anything else I need to do at a konbini. So right. it's it's already part of my process. Yeah. I can make a routine out of this because they're mm. everywhere. Wawa, yeah. dude, can you imagine if, if Wawa were truly
1: yeah. down well, the street for us? <laughs> like right now, it's you know that, you there's drive. that one apartment complex that I always. Uh, point out because it's literally in the parking lot of the Wawa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that dream spot.
0: Yeah. because (laughs) I would love to just be like,
1: "Ah, I'm feeling a little peckish. Let me go take a two-minute walk down to Wawa and get a great sandwich. And, and,
0: you know, (laughs) it's it's funny. And this is another reason I think I would enjoy living in Japan is we've always had a bit of a different mentality from other folks we know and our Mm -hmm. peers, whether at work or friends or whatever. Most of the friends I know, even if there was a Wawa truly – on the corner of their block, yeah. I don't think they would go. Yeah, because again, not, no. if, they, if they're hungry, they're either going to eat food at home yeah. or grab Wawa because they were already going. yeah. But they're not going to trip out of their way. yeah. They're not going to take a walk there. For me and you and, and mm. my wife, absolutely. We would absolutely yeah. just... And we've done that before. We've gone to other gas stations when we lived across mm. town. I and mean, we would go to that gas station there and, and, yeah. and grab stuff. Uh, well, we did,
1: yeah. I mean, even when I lived in Germany, like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, now, When you live in a walkable city... Um, and I think a, a lot of like our foreign listeners will understand
0: this with good mass transit. <laughs> that helps well, too. Yeah. Well, cause I mean like walking is your, your short distance solution to everything. Yeah. But if your trains can handle or if mass transit can handle your long distance, yeah. then everything is quote unquote. Yeah. When I say walkable, yeah. Know? When you I say walkable, it's
1: yeah. You yeah, can take reachable. transit if you need to, but typically uh, like even like where I lived in Germany, it was, you could, you could walk anywhere reasonably and hit like 30 different places or you could just get a bike and you'll have access to the, like everything everything yeah um that's what i mean is like it, it's so much different over there because at least like the way that i did it and my friends um and like my roommates and stuff we we would kind of go to the stores and pick up some like general things for throughout the week but a lot of the time you would just like like for meats, for example, we wouldn't stock up on meat like we do here in the U.S. We would just be like, "What do we want today? Chicken? Okay. Do we have like veggies and stuff that go with that? Great. We don't. All we need is just the meat, and then maybe I'll get myself a dessert or something. Or if you're, yeah, you're just feeling, I don't know. Uh, I used to go get Duna all the time. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> there's a shop right next to me. I just go over there and I order the same. You know, uh, that is such a luxury that Americans don't understand.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, I would love to have that.
0: I don't know if they would utilize it. Again, it's just it's sort of that thing of we we see folks all the time with good businesses in their neighborhood yeah. and you don't see folks walking or biking to them. Yeah. I remember back when we lived in a college town together. Mm. I remember having bike access. I had my bike and everything. Yeah. And I was truly down the street from it. Yeah. But because again, that mindset and at the time I was not the way I am now, where I'm way more open mm. to like, man, I would love to just walk grab some food, walk back. Yeah, Back then, it's like, well, it's not on my way. I have to make a journey to do this. Mm-hmm. It's just so inconvenient. Man, yeah. we are a whiny bunch as Americans. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> goddamn, I'm so sorry to inconvenience you. You had to go five minutes out of your way. Yeah. But at the same token, um, I had access to these places. and I didn't use it. Yeah. But now I do. But I don't think the vast majority of people are just going to look at a 7-Eleven no. with Japanese-level convenience yeah. and go... That's that. And not just that. The one other part of the, the whole Japanese convenience experience that we don't talk about in the States is uh, customer service. Yeah. No one goes to a convenience store in the U.S. and expects anything more than maybe the price read out from the screen. And, yeah. and I want to point out, I'm not shitting on people who have that as a job. You need a job. You need a job. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting paid enough to deal with fucking being Mr. or Miss Rosie Sunshine the whole fucking time. Yeah. It's a shitty-ass job sometimes. It's, it's get, you know customer service. But um the Japanese customer service is on a whole different level, even at convenience stores. Oh, can I warm up your mm-hmm. food for you? Yeah. oh can i can I plate this for you? Can I bag this for you? Can I package this up? Would you like this or this? yeah, and like that just doesn't that's not here mm. and having a knowledgeable employee who knows literally everything about Your your convenience store stock and everything—it's just not going to happen here. Folks are going to go. They're going to go up to the person at the desk at an American convenience store and go, "Hey man, can you warm up me some of that onigiri?" And they're and they're (laughs) just going to be like, "It's over there, man." Yeah. And that's going to be the end of it. Like I hate the stereotype, but it's it's Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. No one's going to stick their neck Mm -hmm. out.
1: Yeah, I think that's how why Wawa does it well is like you go to the food section where people are there to prepare food specifically. They're not just job.
0: They're not being. They're not just tendons that. Do and it. and yeah. it's kind of expected that you will go to that section in addition to everything else it's not right. you go to the counter to buy gas and then went to the gas counter and said oh by the way could you go back and prep me a sandwich that's not no right. you go to the food counter to get food yeah right yeah exactly yeah. so yeah i don't think this look i don't I have become so much more optimistic and I love mm. Japanese mentality. I just don't see Japanese collectivist style convenience. Yeah. Surviving in an individualistic style environment no. that the U S maybe cultivates. in
1: like certain cities that are more walkable. You can get New away York, with some of that. Maybe
0: yeah. something like that. Yeah.
1: But mass majority of them are not.
0: It also won't work in conservative cities. And again, yeah, uh, boy, if you're conservative listening to this, I'm sorry to shit on you, but like, <laughs> uh, but I'm not really, yeah. I don't support conservatism, yeah. but like, um, in conservative towns, which is where this would be the most beneficial cuz like when you think about convenience mm. in Japan being useful, you think yeah. of the countryside where it's like yeah. Uh, oh, you know, here's our
1: It would be an hour or two to go get anything, but <laughs> yeah. I have this store here that has just about everything I need. Well,
0: remember that one town? I'm not going to say its name cause again. This kind of pins where we've been and where we've lived and all that, but like yeah. the one town if you were going between the town we lived in uh-huh. and California, right? Yeah. There was that one town in the middle that just has nothing mm. in it. You know, mm-hmm. something valley, right? Yeah. And you remember it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. But can you imagine putting a fucking Japanese style convenience right. there? Oh, my well, God. I would have every fucking time.
1: You the know? American equivalent is Family Dollar. Yeah. yeah or the Dollar Store. Yeah. Dollar, yeah. Or, store, or, yeah, dollar whatever. Tree, whatever. <laughs> or any generic
0: gas station, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But it, they, they don't get business. Like, I can't tell yeah. you the number of times we drove that route to go to Cali and... No, yeah. nothing. No, yeah. no one's stopping at these places because it doesn't matter that it's on the way and super convenient. And it has a ton of shit. Just, yeah. it's not the mentality here.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, before we uh, wrap everything up, I do want to just mention one thing since we're talking about gas stations that is yeah. really, really sad. Um, there was a gas station called Come and Go.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and they I'm, were.
0: I went straight.
1: They were bought by another gas station called Maverick and maverick deemed it being inappropriate and so they are dissolving all of the come and goes and i'm very sad
0: (laughs) oh i'm trying to say oh but i'm laughing because it's kind (laughs) of tragic (laughs) holy shit
1: it actually is really sad like people loved come and go (laughs) unironically like yeah it has a really funny name and that's why people love it but it it was also actually a good gas station
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, also <I'm> gonna-
1: <laughs> it wasn't c o it wasn't c o m e it was k u m come and go <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just makes it worse yeah. <laughs> just, oh my god that's beautiful someone uh, definitely come on someone had that in mind There's oh they no knew, what they, they knew
1: exactly what they were doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but unfortunately they are no longer because their their name was deemed un- inappropriate so <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. That's like having an automotive shop called uh, Slam and Scram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a computer shop yeah. toot and boot. Yeah. <laughs> <Just like>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. All right. Uh, anyway, we're getting towards the uh, I said anyway at least four times there and someone's yeah, going to so anyway. Counter. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, that's going to conclude episode 4 for the Shinigami Love Apples podcast and we're going to be like I said, if you're listening to this live, we're going to be doing a back-to-back series where we're going to go straight on to our next episode, the Valentine's hey, Day special and we'll cute. tell you the name there. But nope. if you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Shinigami Love Apples podcast. I've been Peen Pin and that's you, you. This is a weekly podcast every Tuesday morning at uh, 8 a.m. You can check it out on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We will see you next week.
2: Yeah